on the Georgia Bulldogs Sports Network. Bulldogs Live continues. Anchoring the second hour of tonight's program, here's Jeff Dantzler. Good evening, Bulldog Nation. From Tallapoosa to Tybee Light, from the mountains of Raven to Bainbridge and back to the shores of the Golden Isles, along with our network studio producer, Luke Ned Carney, our on-site producer, engineer, and co-host, the famous road dog, Adam Gillespie, and our executive producer, Alan Thomas. I'm Jeff Dantzler, welcoming you to the second hour. Tonight, we are joined by Georgia track and field coach, Carol Smith-Gilbert, uber successful, and so glad to have her here at Georgia. Alan and I go inside Georgia Athletics, and we play above, below, and in between talking about the two-time reigning national champion Georgia Bulldogs it was three weeks ago tonight that the Georgia Bulldogs won the national championship game 65 to 7 absolutely incredible dog nation for all your information needs be sure to log on to georgiadogs.com from tracking event results to exclusive behind the scenes coverage georgiadogs.com has you covered a chat with coach Carroll as we continue on from America's greatest college town with the second hour right here on the Georgia Bulldogs Sports Network. With Northside Hospital, you can look forward to new beginnings, look ahead to comeback seasons, and look up for hope and strength. Northside welcomes you into our community of care, guided by one clear direction, a mission to heal. Led by our expertise in maternity, heart, cancer, orthopedics, and more, you can move into tomorrow with confidence. For a healthier future together, look to Northside Hospital. Hey there, UGA fans. This fall, Duncan is ready for you to fall hard. So when you hear those leaves rustling and see those pumpkins getting ripe and ready, it's time to eat, sleep, and drink pumpkin at Duncan. Take your pick of pumpkin with delicious muffins, munchkins, and donuts, and pair them with a classic pumpkin spice signature latte or the ultra-smooth pumpkin cream cold brew topped with silky pumpkin cream cold foam, all so you can fall harder. America runs on Duncan. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. You're listening to Bulldogs Live. We'll be right back after a word from your local stations. This is the Georgia Bulldogs Sports Network. Georgia is our home. That's why at Georgia Power, we're building the future of energy. Over the last decade, we've invested nearly $10 billion to strengthen the electric grid, installing new substations, upgrading transformers, moving power lines underground, and investing in cleaner energy. We're making the electric grid more resilient and reliable for you and for future generations. At Georgia Power, we know that making smart investments today prepares us to meet our customers' needs tomorrow. New season, new coach. Sometimes it's best to change direction and get a fresh start. I'm Kenny Mullins for the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local 613. If you're in construction, maybe you need a new start too. Come join our team of over 5,000 electrical workers. Better pay and benefits, superior training, and safer working conditions with an army of people who have your back. Visit IBEW613.org and click join our team. Go dogs! to Bulldogs Live. Here again is Jeff Dantzler. Dog fans, be sure to check out the G-Shop at georgiadogs.com for exclusive releases of Nike game day official apparel, just like the coaches wear. Visit georgiadogs.com and the G-Shop today. Coach Carroll, it's great to have you on board here. Uh, It's been so fast getting you here to Athens. I want to start with this, though. The commitment to our track and field program here at the University of Georgia, when this job came open, Josh Brooks says, I'm going after the very best, and he got the very best. So tell us how much you love the Georgia Bulldogs in Athens, Georgia. Oh, man, I I love the Bulldogs. Uh, I love to watch Bulldog football. (laughs) <laughs> on Saturday, so much so I was at the national championship game myself. So um, Athens, I love food, so I'm a foodie. <laughs> Me so too. Athens is my spot. Me, <laughs> me, me and the road um, dog love food. <laughs> we got to get you to the bulldog brunch at the Hilltop Grill. Get oh you yes, some, some bacon wrap shrimp. Oh there yes, too. I'm there. Now, not only are you a, a renowned 
national championship, track and field coach, multi-Olympians and world champions. You also train athletes from other sports, notably football. Talk to us about that. Well, I think speed prevails however you look at it. So every sport could get faster. So I just think um, guys from uh, the NFL have reached out to me to help them with their speed, a little bit of technique, maybe acceleration, but overall speed development. What started your love of track and field when you were a kid? I was just fast. And I can remember one day I took off running and my mother, she wanted me to play the piano. She started crying. She told my dad, she's running like a grown man. Stop her. (laughs) But I was just running fast. And he said, be quiet. They're giving scholarships for women now. (laughs) And I don't want to pay for college. (laughs) So (laughs) that's how it all started. I was fast. And I could beat the boys in field day. And I just said I wanted to run. and But, you know, I had a problem. I quit everything. I quit the brownies. I quit the saxophone. So my dad said, okay, you think you like track, but you quit everything. And I'm not paying any money. I'm not taking you out there. So my grandmother lived across the street from the YMCA. So I saw a team out there practicing. So I went over and signed myself up and then told my dad that I was going to go to the meet the next day. That Saturday, he says, well, I'm not buying you any shoes or clothes. I'm just going to show up when you run. And he, I literally had to wear my heavy shoes, no spikes, uh, some silk, you know, the satin shorts, the disco days, a, a T-shirt <laughs> that said Junior's House of Music, some record store on the corner. See, that was early and, NIL right there. <laughs> yes. And I was second. And he made me be in the age group that was older than me. And I was second. And from there, he said, okay. You're pretty good at this. I'm going to buy you some shoes. So it went from there. Obviously, your parents' huge influences on you. My dad, yes. Um, he, uh, told, he, he told me women can do whatever they want. Uh, you have to work hard. You can't quit. But you can do it if you believe it. Coach Carroll, for me, I'm a child of the 80s. The 1984 Olympics in Los mm-hmm. Angeles did so much for track and field. It introduced the world and, and so many sports fans. Like for me, I was at football, basketball, baseball, golf, tennis. And all of a sudden, here's Carl Lewis, Edwin Moses, yes. Evelyn Ashford, Mary Decker, and then uh, the, the next generation with Flo Jo and uh, Jackie Joyner, Kersey, and just so many of these stars. Uh, th- those 1984 Olympics, I think, might be one of the, the most important things that's ever happened for the sport of track and field in the United States. Um, yes. Uh, actually, I was a freshman in high school, and they had the Olympic trials and the junior trials in L.A. right before the games, and I was a part of that. I was in the junior uh, trials. So we got to see the Olympic trials But I do remember that was huge, the lighting of the torch and those kind of things. So um, I do believe that it was a big it was a big deal. I have always felt and you can confirm or deny because Coach Bowerly says that that 400 IM hardest event in sports, the 400 hurdles. Could be. Um, maybe the 400 runners would argue that. <laughs> well, but, but the straightforward, you don't have to jump over the hurdles. Yes, there's so. a little bit more rhythm involved, though. You don't have to go all out. You can't really do it. But, yeah, I mean, there's a level of uh, endurance, a, a bit more endurance you need for those 400 hurdles. Uh, 400 is more speed and endurance. And then the 800 is now turning into a sprint itself. It's a toss-up. Pretty soon, the mile's going to be a sprint. Pretty soon. It kind of is. <laughs> it's, it, it's just, it's a, when, when I see, when you look at some of the, the marathon times, when yes. these winners are averaging, you know, somewhere between four and five minutes per mile yes, for a marathon. for 26 miles. That's a, your sports information director, Leland Barrows, just, just to click over five per. So we're, well, uh, <laughs> I can go about 9.15. <laughs> I ran the 100. <laughs> Coach, it's, uh, I would say in the last three years, there's probably been more changes in college athletics than there had been in the previous 50 years combined. Mm -hmm. You throw in the portal, you throw in NIL, there is a lot more to navigate for head coaches right now, including uh, you got to recruit your own kids that that you already have. it's, it's, It's amazing the changes that we've gone through here 
And I would think for track and field, and swimming would go through this too, where there's so many great international athletes who come to school here in the United States. Talk to me about the NIL landscape and what you need, what George is looking for, for the track and field program. Track and field is uh, less honorable in this country than it is abroad. So we don't get the same kind of um, publicity or notoriety or visibility in our sport that because we have professional mm -hmm. sports where other countries don't have professional sports. Track becomes very important. The NIL landscape is such that somebody like Kyle Garland, who has the collegiate record outdoor and just broke it, he smashed it this past weekend indoor, Shoe contracts are the thing that pay track and field athletes. So Nike pays you or Adidas pays you rather than a team. They're like your team. But they're looking for the shoes that are going to be most visible on TV. We don't have that much TV time. So back to your point about the Olympics, you got better shoe contracts and better shoe things for the Olympics. But the shoes that are most visible are going to be the mile, the marathon, and the 100. Mm -hmm. Everyone tunes in to watch those three events. So typically, those athletes get the majority of the money. Every now and then, you get a 400 person if they've got a good story and they're just phenomenal. Uh, but other than that, most people don't get anything. So you have a person like Kyle Garland who has another year of eligibility who doesn't want to stay in school because he's going to go try to find a contract, but his contract will be minimal. If we had NIL money for Kyle, enough to entice him to stay in school, we'd have a guy who broke two collegiate records and no telling what else he does this year alone that would help our team stay in the hunt for national championships. And he'd have probably more money. Some of these people are making more money with NIL than Kyle would make with a shoe contract. Let's say you have it would entice people to stay in school. It would show the people we have on the team what the University of Georgia does, what our what our collectives could do, um, the support that we have, and it would be there be very visible because we have Atlanta as the backdrop, which is a great track and field city. Which no is doubt a great, and it. we have the '96 Olympics there, so we have an Olympic city. Why not make it all match up with the NIL support for track and field? Uh, that was the second biggest Olympics for track and field. There were several world records broken in Atlanta. And a guy named Michael Johnson was pretty famous. Pretty famous. Good back to and you got uh, Gwen Torrance, who's a Bulldog. Georgia Bulldog, all-time <laughs> Georgia great there. And again, what Georgia's right. doing with the NIL, it is built for sustainability. You know at yes. Georgia, we're going to do it right. And by the way, if you want to do an NIL deal with a dog, uh, announcers are available too, by the way, go to georgiadogs.com slash NIL to connect with a student athlete on a sponsorship, a commercial, an appearance, an autograph session, and more. We'll continue on with more from Coach Carroll, having some fun on a Monday night, home of the two-time reigning national champion Georgia Bulldogs with a second hour on the Georgia Bulldogs Sports Network. Georgia Farm Bureau Insurance is committed to protecting the state of Georgia. No one knows Georgia like we do because no one covers the state like we do. Georgia families are our only focus, and we have offices in just about every county of the state. You can call it our home field advantage. No matter where you are in Georgia, Georgia Farm Bureau Insurance is always the home team. With the Kroger Plus card, it's easy to get lower than low prices for the win. And for every dollar you spend, you earn fuel points, which can add up to $1 per gallon off at the pump for the win. Plus, save every day on groceries and get personalized digital coupons for the win. The Kroger Plus card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at Kroger.com and start saving. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. Don't go anywhere. Bulldogs Live will be right back after a word from your local station. This is the Georgia Bulldogs Sports Network. Libman makes a difference. The Libman Mop Crew is part of our winning team. The Libman Mop Crew makes sure the hardwood is clean and safe for players every game at Stegman Coliseum. No matter what kind of flooring you have at your home court, 
Libman has the tools to keep it clean. Our mops, brooms, and brushes are proudly family-made in the USA. Visit Libman.com to see our whole lineup and for a store locator. That's Libman.com. One of the toughest jobs in law enforcement is telling a family that a loved one has been killed by a drunk driver. That's why Georgia law enforcement works every day to keep drunk drivers off the road. Every DUI arrest could be one less family to lose someone to drunk driving. You can help. Hand the keys to a designated driver or call a ride service. It saves lives and prevents a costly DUI arrest. Drive sober or get pulled over. Brought to you by the Governor's Office of Highway Safety. to Bulldogs Live. Once again, here's Jeff Dantzler. Back with Coach Carroll here on the second hour. Having a great time. All right, Coach, talking about track and field. I think one thing, and there are other sports, uh, push my buddy Coach Hack, and he wants to see more of it in golf. I would love to see, and I think, and I get it with competition days. I'm getting long-winded here. More head-to-head, maybe, say, Georgia versus Auburn, Georgia versus Alabama in track and field. I know if, if you go oh. back to, to the 50s, the dual, dual meets, meets <laughs> you know, USC and UCLA, be the yes. college, there'd be 60,000 people there. And, and I know one of the things, I'm talking about this for golf a lot, it, it comes down to the NCAA with the competition days. Is that something you would like to see? Because I believe just as a college sports fan, I think it would be easier to follow along. Like, let's say it's it's us in Alabama. Whoever wins that hundred yard dash, you get a point. Now, obviously, for, for the way you, you keep the records and all that, you keep doing that. That might make things more fan friendly and help with the popularity of the sport. And also, I think it'd be easier maybe to broadcast and televise. Am I barking Quickly. up a wrong tree here? Uh, yes, we've we've made a so few. So I am moves. barking up a wrong tree. <laughs> Typical. No, Typical. no, no, no. It's the right tree, but I think. Um, We've made some moves in our sport to make things a little easier to follow. If you watch the national championship, the men and women outdoor are separate days. So you have prelims on one day, finals the next. Uh, so you have men prelims, women's prelims, men's finals, women's finals, four days in a row. So And it does make it more concise. It does make it easier to follow. I did love the UCLA-USC Dual meets by, uh, just so everyone knows, I'm undefeated. Even <laughs> when I ran at UCLA, I never lost to SC. And when I coached at SC, I never lost to UCLA. So uh, I'm undefeated. Uh, just a note. But uh, the dual meets, they're fun. They're uh, exciting. You, you have a, It depends on what, what dual it is. You still have Cal. And, and Stanford, you still have Arizona, Arizona State. I noticed Texas, Texas A&M started one here recent. So I, I called Coach Holloway from Florida trying to get a dual meet with him. But, you know, we both have to get it on our schedule. I think the hardest part of it is, like you say, a number of days in the season. But uh, scheduling and how much do you – so so most things are based on qualification. You have to have 48 qualified in the, in the top 48 in each event qualify for regionals. So you need to be in a position where you can qualify your kids to the to the meet. So you need high competition meets. And sometimes one school might be heavier in throws and jumps and another school is heavier on distance. So then it's, it becomes lopsided with the, with the two teams. So that's when you start adding in more teams. So it sounds to me like we need more competition dates, and it sounds like you're calling out Florida for chickening out. Okay, I love no, that. No, they didn't chicken out. Wait, Adam, I heard <laughs> we that, just, didn't you? No, yeah, that's no. what the road dog I, heard, too. No, we got to agree on our schedules to have it at on what weekend we would want to do it. It can get a little cold here, and then it can be a little hot there. So we have to decide when we would do it. No, no, no. Coach, Trust me, Coach they're not chickens. Chicken. <laughs> okay, I, I've got uh, some, some fun questions for you, Kevin, up here, including one from your star, Matthew Bowling, oh, one no. of the most 
popular athlete to Georgia. Oh, so gosh. I'm just going to read right off the text he sent me. I said, all right, I'm interviewing Coach Carroll tonight for the Bulldog Hotline. Give me some fun questions. And here's what Matthew says, quote, you could ask her about our hill practices because on Wednesday <laughs> in the offseason, we got to run a bunch of hills at 530 in the morning. Come on, Or you could ask her about this workout we have that she calls CTJ, <laughs> where we got to do a 200 all out and then walk 50, 150 all out. It stands for come to Jesus. <laughs> I, I was told by the great Matthew Bowling to ask you that. So I'm asking you about that. Yeah, we do hill work. And Matt, compliance is going to kill me. <laughs> So, yeah, we do 5.30 a.m. Uh, Wednesdays. We run heels uh, for discipline, but mostly strength, strength endurance. Um, and we do a lot of them. I won't say the number. But <laughs> they're out there hurting pretty bad. Uh, yeah, CTJ, that's a – yeah. So it's a 200, walk 50, then 150 home. But around – I tell them around the, in that 150, after they run about 50 – Jesus is waiting for him over there in that curve. <laughs> that is fantastic. So, well, yeah. leave, leave it to Matthew for asking the yeah. Hall of Fame question. Matthew's my little angel. That's our team joke. He is. Yeah, a, he's the coach's little angel. He's a, he's a special kid, that's <laughs> for sure. All right, I, I got a couple of fun ones for you here coming up now. I, I'm a big pop culture guy. I, I love music and movies and TV. Do you have a, a, a favorite movie or movie series or TV show that's a go-to for you? Uh, my favorite movie is Training Day with, with Denzel. Denzel. Oh, yeah. That's intense. <laughs> That's I a love that movie. <laughs> we talked about miles are going to be a sprint. That movie's yeah. a two-hour sprint. <laughs> yes, I love it. I it's love a good that movie. movie. Uh, yeah. Um, favorite TV shows. You know, I got kind of addicted to The Crown. Okay. Um, and you know, I like any movie about like narcs, narcos. Okay. <laughs> any kind of drug dealer, gangster kind of diabolical where you have I to like figure it. out the mind of a person i like those no i like cause I, i'm a big snowfall i like snowfall okay. yeah because i was a big godfather yeah. good fellas <laughs> going wire. back all that so yeah. I, I love all that stuff too uh who would play you when you win your fifth national championship <laughs> here and we make a movie about you who, who all right so denzel's might be your favorite actor what actress is, is playing you Ooh. in the coach carroll movie i don't know um, that's a good question. Okay. All right. We, we, I don't we know can that table one. That. I have to, thought of, I have to think so, about it. I'm, I'm going to tell you this. My, my wife gets annoyed with me because I come up with these great questions, and she goes, you always had these lists in your head because a lot of times if I'm trying to tune things out or when I'm I do like top ten lists in my head all the time. So I'm always thinking about stuff like this. And she says, you have to prepare people for questions <laughs> like this because not everyone is a maniac like you going right. around with a list in their head. So <laughs> I don't know that off, one. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, who's your, your? You got a favorite musical artist or four or oh, five? Oh yes, Sade. Okay. Absolutely, Sade. Did they and Prince. call you the the smooth operator? When they you could. Arrived? Yes. Okay. So Prince, I, I would say this. I think I love Prince too. I think when it comes to singing, guitar playing, writing, uh, dancing, performing, he's as good as there's ever been. Yes. He could do it all. Do it all. Yes. I love Prince. Entertaining. Yes. The, yes. A phenomenal entertainer. Uh, I, I, I think, uh, yeah, Sign of the Times. and He played a lot of instruments. He could play anything. And Sing he was all as, the background. Yes. And, and he was as good on the guitars. When I was a teenager, I had a Prince room. Did you? I had a whole room. <laughs> well, they had that, you know, and, and I, I would love purple. it too. Uh, when, when the Lakers were rolling in the '80s, when they yes. won their fifth, they called it the Purple Rain. Yes, part I like that too. Yeah, Purple Rain is one of the yeah. best albums of all time. So, staying along those lines, I'm a big baseball fan. Now, batting coach Carroll, what's your walk-up song? Ah, oh. I think "Smooth Operator," "Let's Go Crazy" yeah. from your two favorite artists would both work. What do you think? Yeah, but probably something from Tupac. Okay. Yeah. All right. Probably like Lord knows. All right. <laughs> All right. I'm going to throw one more out there at you before okay. we, we, we let you go. What is your ultimate goal for the track and field program here at the University of Georgia under your watch and direction? Unequivocally, absolutely, to win the national championship. 
great talking to you today, Coach. <laughs> nice talking to you, you too. Were, you were terrific, and uh, you, you're doing such a fantastic job. And we, we've got so many proud programs here at the University of Georgia, and we're certainly proud of everything that you're doing with our track and field program. Thank you, Coach. I'm glad to be here. It's a great place, and I love the dogs, and go dogs. Amen to that. Coach Carroll, winning it all. I love it. We'll go inside Georgia Athletics as we continue on with the second hour right here on the Georgia Bulldogs Sports Network. With Northside Hospital, you can look forward to new beginnings, look ahead to comeback seasons, and look up for hope and strength. Northside welcomes you into our community of care, guided by one clear direction, a mission to heal. Led by our expertise in maternity, heart, cancer, orthopedics, and more, you can move into tomorrow with confidence. For a healthier future together, look to Northside Hospital. Georgia fans, college basketball is back. So grab your friends in a cold, refreshing Dos Equis Lager and make the most of the big game. Whether you're at the bar with fellow dogs or watching with your friend who went to that other Dos Equis is there for it all. So buy a cold, crisp Dos Equis and go dog. Dos Equis, proud partner of Georgia Athletics. Get it out. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2022, imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. You're listening to Bulldogs Live. We'll be right back after a word from your local stations. This is the Georgia Bulldogs Sports Network. Georgia is our home. That's why at Georgia Power, we're building the future of energy. Over the last decade, we've invested nearly $10 billion to strengthen the electric grid, installing new substations, upgrading transformers, moving power lines underground, and investing in cleaner energy. We're making the electric grid more resilient and reliable for you and for future generations. At Georgia Power, we know that making smart investments today prepares us to meet our customers' needs tomorrow. The all-electric BMW iX M60. It's 100% electric and 100% BMW. Sustainably crafted, sporty, and equipped with a complete suite of intuitive technology, all with a range of up to 280 miles. With iconic BMW M handling and exquisite attention to detail, the BMW iX M60 is electricity in its ultimate form. BMW. The ultimate electric driving machine. Proud sponsor of Georgia Athletics. Visit BMWATL.com for great offers. Go dogs! This is Bulldogs Live. Let's rejoin Jeff Dantzler. Welcome back to the second hour as we go inside Georgia Athletics with our Senior Associate Athletic Director for External Affairs, Mr. Alan Thomas. A.T., always great to see you. Let's start with this. What a great weekend. What a great atmosphere for Georgia basketball. Boy, we had a couple of good ones this weekend. And uh, anybody that was in there on Saturday uh, knew that that crowd made the difference late in that basketball game. They were into it the entire time. And a full house on a Saturday, a 6 o'clock tip was great, great for Athens to, to have people in, you know, visiting those restaurants and doing those things. But mostly because they were excited about Georgia basketball, got us uh, over the hump in there for the win uh, in overtime against South Carolina. And then on Sunday uh, for the ladies' game, uh, we, we, we had a, our second best scan of the year and an energized crowd. And our team responded, played really, really well to get a win. And so, you know, uh, the men really needed to get that win coming off a couple of losses and, and really to have that Georgia fan base behind their back. And, you know, the Lady Dogs certainly need to take care of all that business at home. It's a tough road uh, out there in the SEC. But we are very, very fortunate to have a fan base that, that follows us the way that they do across the board and – you know, we've talked about this before. Get us a Saturday in January, we can fill the building up. And if we can continue to have some success in winning home games and taking the next, next steps as a men's program, um, maybe that will be more of the norm on a regular basis than just on a, a Saturday. Maybe we'll start filling it up on some of those Wednesday nights as well. No doubt about it. And when you look at just obviously the, the energy, the enthusiasm that has been created by the football program with the back-to-back -back national championships, the old rising tide uh, raises all ships there. People are just excited about Georgia. And and it's so great to see our team deliver. Uh, I, I thought, obviously, as you said, the crowd had a huge impact with the win on Saturday. It's just a fun atmosphere as well. 
Yeah, our, our team's had to work really hard uh, on the external side to, to continue to try to make games fun. You don't want to take away from the game. You don't want it to, to overshadow what's going on on the court. You want it to enhance it. And, you know, I think they do a great job of, of, of trying to do things that, that make sure get people up out of their feet, whether it's trying to get a T-shirt, they got ice cream, you got pizza, you name it. But, you know, the idea is really built around after a timeout is, is, is you want them back into the game and try to create something that allows them to be back into it with excitement. And hopefully then the team responds with that. But, you know, it was, it's a, you know, we've always said this also, Jeff, you know, give, give me a two-hour event where it's the dogs playing and people are excited and a great atmosphere and they're going to walk away knowing they've had a really good time. And, and, and I think that's that's part of part of the business that we're in is trying to make sure that they have a great time, but hopefully you get the win like we had on Saturday. As our two beautiful wives, when they discuss in St. Simons every summer, uh, one of the things they love about basketball, two hours climate controlled. Two hours climate <laughs> controlled. and You know, it, it, our, our student body was fantastic. Right. On you know over two thousand students had a great had a great throwback jersey giveaway that the team had out there and you know if you'd have walked uh, by the Coliseum uh, by about four thirty there was a heck of a line outside of our students and you know that that makes the difference their energy I mean the fan base energy is great but when you got that student energy going inside the building. Um, a lot of great things happen, and, and, and they willed us into that uh, into that overtime, and then Cario took over in overtime. And like I said, it, it, it bled over into Sunday. I mean, I, I thought, you know, the Lady Dogs got off to a great start and, and made that put that game away, but had, uh, like I said, the uh, second best crowd we've had in here all year, and uh, it bodes well for us for, for down the road. And, hey, listen, two weeks ago we had a sellout for gymnastics and, uh, and almost a near sellout in the second gymnastics event. So, our fan base does a great job of, of supporting our programs and, and our folks here do a great job of delivering a really cool, neat environment for people to come and enjoy the day or the or the evening in. And um, when the dogs win, makes it a whole lot better. Life's always good when Georgia wins. The tennis team's got off to a great start. It was a tremendous all-around weekend for Georgia. Well, AT, we're all excited. Two weeks from Friday, opening day for Georgia baseball, starting to starting <laughs> to get ready. That's a first sign that spring's just around the corner. All right, here here's a deal with tickets. You know where I'm going oh, with yeah. this. Okay. Yeah. It's a sellout, and I know it, it's it's an issue everywhere. It's a sellout, and especially now in the, in the digital age, so I mean, I'm thinking, golly, for these kids coming up, they 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 can't have all these souvenir tickets. They used to keep in the digital age, games are sold out, but there's still empty seats there. What's yeah. what's the the best thing we can do? Well, with that? you know, a couple of things. One is, you know, we've been really excited that we've been sold out of baseball season tickets mm-hmm. the last couple of years, and that's a good. It's really good. It's it's it says a great statement about our program. But certainly, when you play. The number of home games that we play, 32 to 35 home games, that season ticket holder may not be able to make every game. We play a midweeker that starts at five. Uh, you know, you play a, a weekend series in February when, you know, the weather may not be exactly the way you want it. But I, I think what we're what we're trying to do, matter of fact, we're getting ready to go into some testing with some new technology in baseball this year that will set us up in the future for being able to create better offer opportunities to get people to use their tickets or to transfer their tickets. You know, we have a system today that if you weren't going to be able to use your ticket, you can log on pretty easy and knock it out to somebody uh, who look, can go. Can, can I jump in for just a second? As you well know, I am a moron with technology. I can even <laughs> do it. It's, if I can well, do it, anybody can do if it. If you went to the national championship game or any one of the CFP games, you found a way to do that. You can do the same thing. But, you know, and we've got to do some some unique things as well to our season ticket holders to market to them better. You know, we've got a, a really good marketing team now that has the ability to really connect with our fan base. And so we've got to connect with them to say, hey, listen, if you're not going to use your ticket, how can we incentivize you to put that back into the pool? How can we work and, and use a database to find people who are willing and interested to do that? There's also certainly you can go on on the secondary marketplace to to do that as well, should you choose. And that's that's a part of the world today. But we've we've got to be a little bit more creative in trying to figure out how to connect people uh, with, with people with tickets to people without tickets. And sometimes that's an incentive. We've got to put some incentive t- to it, whether that's a fan rewards program, whether that says, hey, listen, you use tickets tonight. Whoever uses them, you're getting a 50% discount at concessions. And we're working on some technology things that will allow us to do that. And that goes back to fan experience and making it uh, making it right for them. But, you know, we're fortunate that we've, we've got the success in selling the tickets, but we all know that that ballpark being full 
uh, and for especially on a on a weekend game uh, in in conference, you you want that home field advantage and that really again comes back to the fan base like we talked about in here on Saturday so we want them in there it, it's just so terrific uh, for all of our sports when when the various stadiums are packed and we're coming up on that time and, and listen Georgia football has been the the center of my universe since the 78 tech game but when we start rolling into mid to late February and we've got at one point, I think it's 13 sports going, and you got the swimmings and the tennises and the golf. You got hoops and baseball. And it, I, to me, I think that's the funnest time. You, there, there's not the high pressure that there goes with football, and I know for all our our buddy Chris Lloyd, Hilltop Grill and Marker <laughs> Seven, great Georgia supporters, they love that time of year because there's always something going on. And also, I'll say it now, now that we're we're over 50 and we're older guys. I remember when I was a kid, but ah, it's kind of a light weekend, you know. But, but, but now, sometimes for a football weekend, boy, I don't know if I want to go out there, too many people. So now I think if it is like a weekend, hey, we got tennis, we got baseball, we got basketball, you're still going to want to go out, but it's not overwhelming like a football weekend can yeah, be. Yeah, and, and certainly with so many different events, gives a lot of different fans a different taste of everything. You know, we've got to start this last weekend. We had we had swim and dive going on uh, at home, and, and tennis was playing here, and we had basketball games on um, Saturday and Sunday and we'll get into those weekends to where like you said we may have 13 different things going and it's a it's a busy time but certainly um, a great opportunity for people to get onto campus and, and enjoy a different sporting event uh, in a different venue and you know it could be a Saturday where you may be able to get two or three things in if you wanted to and and I think that's always been unique at times you know this year on G-Day we won't have quite the same schedule to be more of a focus on football on that day the way things are looking and working out but uh, I, I think the great thing is about living in a college town and, and we love it when we get the folks to come over from Atlanta but so many of the things that we do here on campus during that midweek and as we get into the spring is really supported by the local community and uh, they do a great job with it and we're going to give them a lot of opportunities coming up here in the next couple of weeks. It's a crossover season. I love it for the greatest fans. And what is, I've already sent the commissioner uh, scathing emails and texts. How come baseball's not home when the, when the spring game's here? <laughs> I mean, you would think, I, I've said this too, aren't you, you got 14 teams now in the spring games around the same time. I have seven on this Saturday, seven well, on the next Saturday. I have everybody at home for baseball. I'll, I'll, tell you I'll tell you what's gotten tough, Jeff. <laughs> I mean, is getting, you know, deciding when the spring game is going to go because it's, it's really tied around what football is going to do with their spring practice and believe it or not and, and we're not going to do masters weekend that that, that no. that's not going to happen this no. year but that's also tied in the amount of time that it takes on the scheduling side it, it's really hard I, I complained a number of times that that we had some weekends where we had a couple of years ago we played four of our five baseball weekends with softball oh. at the same time one or two is okay. It's great for people to be able to both of those, but sometimes you don't want to have to have those teams competing with right. each other on those days. And um, but it's 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 hard to schedule. Um, but but certainly taking a look to be able to give us the kind of day that you want. You know, it's, we we've always loved it. When we've had either a spring game uh, in football and have a baseball game or a softball game that's in there to kind of feed off of one another. And um, you know, the way schedule is going to work out this year, probably not looking that way, but um, still it makes for a great opportunity to be back on campus in the spring and, and be here for a day of athletics. I was just kidding about the scathing emails. It was Adam <laughs> who did that, who also wrote that when he said incentivize for fans. Adam wrote that free beer. That's a, <laughs> You always can go right yeah, with that. You know, that, that may not be one of the things that uh, that we, we, we give out, but we, we got a lot of giveaways coming yeah. up there for baseball season Absolutely. this year. And yeah, we we can't have a, a disco demolition <laughs> like back in the 70s. You can't have that yeah, here, but, but no, we, we love uh, it, it, in the team, I, I love the, the bobbleheads, the replica jerseys. There's so much neat stuff that we've got going well, on. Well, you know, and in baseball, I know you, you like it as much as anything is when we get the organ fired up and going Matthew and try to Kaminsky. pick. When Matthew gets when Matt, when Matthew fires it up and, and, and puts a little cool song to some of the visiting players that comes in there, that's a heck of a game within the game itself to oh, figure it out. It's awesome. I love this time of year crossovers. Alan, always great to see you. And he's going to stay with us because we're about to play a little above, below, and in between with the Road Dog as we continue on with the second hour right here on the Georgia Bulldogs Sports Network. 
It's time to cheer on the Bulldogs with the smooth and refreshing taste of Twisted Tea Hard Iced Tea. Twisted Tea tastes like real iced tea because it's made with real brewed tea. Twisted Tea goes down smooth, and at 5% alcohol, it's got the perfect kick to turn things up on game day. It's time to stock up for the season. Look for the bright yellow cans wherever you buy beer. Twisted Tea Hard Iced Tea. Keep it twisted. Please drink responsibly. Twisted Tea Brewing Company, Cincinnati, Ohio. With the Kroger Plus card, it's easy to get lower than low prices for the win. And for every dollar you spend, you earn fuel points, which can add up to $1 per gallon off at the pump for the win. Plus, save every day on groceries and get personalized digital coupons for the win. The Kroger Plus card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at Kroger.com and start saving. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. Don't go anywhere. Bulldogs Live will be right back after a word from your local station. This is the Georgia Bulldogs Sports Network. With Northside Hospital, you can look forward to new beginnings, look ahead to comeback seasons, and look up for hope and strength. Northside welcomes you into our community of care, guided by one clear direction, a mission to heal. Led by our expertise in maternity, heart, cancer, orthopedics, and more, you can move into tomorrow with confidence. For a healthier future together, look to Northside Hospital. 365 days a year, just call us up, we'll be right there. Our service is guaranteed. to Bulldogs Live. Here again is Jeff Dantzler. Yes, Bob Eubanks and Wink Martindale, two of my all-time favorites. It was always a dream of mine to be a game show host, and I, I kind of get to do it now as we play above, below, and in between. But you, you look more like Gene Rayburn. Yes, <laughs> with the long mic. With the long mic, I need one of those. Uh, the great road dog, the great Alan Thomas with us. We're going to talk about regular season football, some regular season accomplishments for this team this year. Not as much on the numbers front, but we're going – more of an in-game thing. You'll you'll pick it up as Regu- we go along. Regular season. Regular season. So you understand three weeks ago today we won the national championship game 65-7 to seven to go back-to-back. So we won't be discussing that because that was no, not in the regular season. No, it okay. was not. It was Got not. It. Nor will we be discussing a missed field goal or a Chris Smith or Turner, Jalen Carter holding up the quarterback. Uh, all kinds of great T-shirt material out there. Uh, so here is our baseline. Coming back from a 10-point deficit in Como to defeat Missouri, which, by the way, that's one of those two. I'm not sure if we beat Ohio State, if if that doesn't happen, to get a test like that. It was so big, showed a lot of gumption. So coming up next, and A.T., we'll start with you on this one, holding the high-flying, I think they were averaging 49 or 50 at the time, Adam Gillespie's second favorite team, holding the Tennessee Volunteers to 13 points in a 27-13 victory over the Vols. Does that go above or below the 10-point comeback at Mizzou? Okay, this this is already a tough one out of here because you, you look at I, – I, I still think that the greatest play of the season might have been Starks on the rundown of the kid from Missouri to get him to the goal line. They get a score there. You just don't know. It's early in the season. You don't know that. So that win there is punctuated with that play, but – Holding Tennessee to 13, I think, goes above that. Okay. That's, that, that, I can't believe I'm almost saying that because I just told you what I thought might have been the play of the year for the accomplishment in season, the winning that game and holding Tennessee to what they had done after what they had done the previous weeks is is probably going to get the nod. I can't believe I talked myself into that. Well, another all-time – Nylon Green running at that 75-yard punt by Thorson. And then on the, we should have gotten to safety. Anyway, okay, I digress. All right, Road Dog, more scathing emails to follow. All right, Road Dog, you going above 
or below down 10 to Missouri, holding Tennessee to 13? I'm going to put it above because, I mean, Tennessee had all the momentum Mm -hmm. coming into that game. Their offense was on fire, couldn't be stopped. They had just been ranked number one in the first playoff poll. Uh, Everything was in their court, and we shut them down. That was we. Yummy Which, again, probably was the thing that they didn't need to be ranked number one on that playoff poll because somebody here might have figured out how to motivate some other (laughs) kids. I heard about that. (laughs) When you're the undefeated reigning national champions, how do you motivate a team? (laughs) I don't know. Nice, nice. All right, coming up next, guys. All right, so – the last time we were the reigning national champs, we beat Tennessee 44 nothing in the season opener in 1981. I was joking for you. Well, well you know, that's incredible. No, no way something like that's going to happen again. Well, we beat Oregon 49-3. So we scored on our first seven drives, hold the Ducks to three points. They went on to have a great season under Dan Lanning's watch. So the 49-3 win over Oregon. Road Dog, your turn to go first here. Above holding Tennessee to 13, below the comeback at Missouri or in between? I'm going to put it below the comeback at Missouri. It was okay. a big statement game for Georgia um, coming into the season, showing that losing all those players to the NFL, I wouldn't say it didn't matter, but didn't affect the team as much as maybe predicted. Um, and shutting down Oregon and Dan Landon and his debut. Uh, so I'm going to put that a little bit below. Okay. What you say, AT? You know, I've, I've changed my thinking in this since we started, which is the great thing about above, below, and in between. I'm going to put that in between Okay. the – Tennessee game and the, the comeback uh, the comeback at Missouri. I, okay. I, as I think about this, the unbelievable nature of being able to start the season with maybe some question marks and to score like we did, how we did, as much as we did, uh, greatly, uh, highly, highly impressive. And now I'm starting to think about you know being down 10 points in Columbia, Missouri. Eh, maybe not that big a deal. Yeah, yeah, it is. After that game, I think everybody said, Boy, Georgia's got as good a chance as anybody because it was pretty much Alabama, Ohio State were 1-2 and we were 3. But after that, whoo, di- different animal there. Right, I'm, I'm going to keep on rolling here. Uh, modern era, we go into Williams-Brice Stadium, the other Columbia, where we we have had some bad nights and some hot days and beat my, my buddy Robbie Kirk always calls them the shame cocks. We beat South Carolina 40 40- Eight to seven and a hot high noon or so. At above holding the Vols to thirteen, below the comeback at Mizzou or somewhere in between forty-eight seven and Columbia. I, I'm I mean I keep moving the Missouri comeback down. I'm gonna put that South Carolina game in between. What was that? Or the Oregon game? Oregon and, and Mizzou. Yeah, and okay, I am. And most impressive still of that day is how. We took the will from the fan base as well. At halftime, they were out. That was that was as impressive of first half on the road environment that that you'll see. I mean, the first half against Oregon was great. That's in a neutral or a home game basically. Mm-hmm. But to go on the road and do that to a team that had had some success, uh, that was a pretty big accomplishment. Kirby went to Shane Beamer and pulled a Drago. I must break you. And, and Georgia <laughs> did. What you say, doggy? I'm trying to look at it, Jeff. Help me out. That was our first true road game, yes, right? Yes, it was. The, the Oregon had been uh, neutral. neutral. Then we beat Samford. So, yeah. so that's big to go there. And it was a noon game, which you alluded to in, in Columbia, South Carolina. <laughs> at noon, you almost melt uh, on the playing field. Um, so I'm going to put that below. I mean, in between the comeback at Missouri and beating Oregon. Okay. All right, coming up next, uh, one guy who used to have a local show when they twice no-showed here, called him the two-time rudderless no-show good ship Commodore. Uh, Georgia shuts out Vandy 62 nothing, and then 55 nothing. Guys, I-, I get it. They've been down, but they did come back with two wins, including beating Florida. Yes, Vandy beat Florida. Florida had two straight losing seasons, by the way. I know Road Dog loves that. Back-to-back years, cumulative score 117 nothing over Vandy. Road Dog, where does that one rank for you? I'm not going to pile on Vandy here. I'm just going to say this goes to the bottom of my list okay. uh, and leave it at that. The route to Vandy. All right, AT, what do you got? I think that's probably the right call. That's, you know, it was a mismatch, without a doubt. Been mismatched in, in two games. And that's the other great thing about what we've done over the last – I mean, I it, 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 was, it, was, it was what it should have been. And we took that's care right. of business and did that. And so uh, – I'm going to rank that at the bottom. Okay, so you guys are pretty much in lockstep. We got all right. Allen's got the win over Tennessee, the Oregon win, win over South Carolina, come back at Mizzou, routes of Andy. Uh, Road Dog's got the Tennessee win, come back at Mizzou, victory over South Carolina, victory over Oregon, route of Vandy, and now finally. 
the traditional three rivalries. And I'm going to tell you, when we beat Florida Auburn in Tech in 07, first time we had done that in the same year since that good year, me and Uncle Rico, 1982, beating Florida, Auburn, and Tech by a cumulative 77 points, 121 to 44. A.T.? I'm going to do a Carol Smith drop the mic. Boom. There it is. That's the that's that's at the top. Numero, Numero uno. uno. Doggy? I agree. At the top. Without doing that, you don't get to what you ultimately got to in the postseason. You guys are the best. This is why it's America's most popular and fastest growing game show above, below, in between, right here on the Georgia Bulldogs Sports Network. Piedmont is passionate about Georgia, about each and every person that make this state incredible. From farmers to creators, manufacturers to teachers, to the dedicated staff walking our hallways. It's why we're leading real change in healthcare, to empower you through tools that make it easy to book a minutes, check in before you walk in, and have your health information all in one place. Visit Piedmont.org. Piedmont. Real change lives here. New season, new coach. Sometimes it's best to change direction and get a fresh start. I'm Kenny Mullins for the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local 613. If you're in construction, maybe you need a new start too. Come join our team of over 5,000 electrical workers. Better pay and benefits, superior training, and safer working conditions with an army of people who have your back. Visit IBEW613.org and click Join our team. Go dogs! You're listening to Bulldogs Live. We'll be right back after a word from your local stations. This is the Georgia Bulldogs Sports Network. No matter your favorite game day traditions, it all starts with a cup of coffee to get you ready to cheer on a Bulldogs win. Community Coffee is a proud partner of the Georgia Bulldogs, serving Bulldog Nation with rich and smooth blends crafted right here in the USA. We've supported and celebrated thriving communities like the UGA family for over 100 years. And we believe there's no better day than game day for bringing people together. Community Coffee, strong as our roots. The BMW i4 M50. It's 100% electric and 100% BMW. Experience the power of over 500 horses stampeding at a whisper as BMW M-engineered handling takes you through every twist and turn. The complete suite of intuitive technology keeps you connected. The pure performance keeps your heart racing. The BMW i4 M50. Silence has never said so much. BMW, the ultimate electric driving machine. Proud sponsor of Georgia Athletics. Visit BMWATL.com for great offers. Go dogs! Welcome back to Bulldogs Live. Once again, here's Jeff Dantzler. Welcome back one final time here to the second hour as we wind down a Monday night. Did we mention three weeks ago tonight, 65-7 to win a second straight national championship? Here's what's coming up on the network in terms of hoops this week. The Georgia men at Auburn on Wednesday. The dogs will be at Texas A&M on Saturday. The Lady Dogs at LSU. LSU might be the best team in the country, by the way. That'll be Thursday night. And then against the Vanderbilt Commodores on Sunday up in Music City, USA. Special thanks going out, as always, to the Road Dog, Adam Gillespie, to Alan Thomas. I always enjoy playing above, below, and in between. And to our network studio producer, Luke Nad Carney. Golden days indeed for the Georgia Bulls. Bulldogs crossover season upon us. Enjoy each and every second. Always celebrate that second straight national title. I'm Jeff Dantzler. Thanks for being with us with the second hour of the Georgia Bulldogs Sports Network. the Georgia Bulldogs Sports Network. You've been listening to Bulldogs Live. Tonight's show has been brought to you by Piedmont Healthcare. Piedmont empowers Georgians by changing healthcare, making it better, more simplified, and easier to access. Real change lives here. And by Northside Hospital. 
Northside Hospital and its employees in North Georgia are proud to support your dogs. Visit northside.com. The proceeding has been a Learfield presentation of the Georgia Bulldogs Sports Network, powered by Learfield and JMI Sports.